Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail. Oh, is that Snow White? Oh, is that Moana? Hey guys, we should do a history on the uh, Disney princesses. That makes total sense. It is International Women's Month. Welcome to episode 146 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on Disney princesses. Uh, we are doing the princesses because guess what, guys? It's International Women's History Month. And what better way to go ahead and celebrate Disney to celebrate Disney princesses? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we are super excited because, you know, we had one of our Patreon members. He kind of gave us a history for this episode. Sure did. And um, thank you, know, you there's Adam. A lot of great... Yeah. Thank you so much, Adam. Uh, and we are super excited to kind of go into the history of these wonderful females that kind of represent the Disney uh, princesses. So right now we are live for our Patreon members. Uh, we have a you know a handful of people here with us. Thank you guys for listening live. If you are interested in watching us live, all you have to do is go to patreon.com and search for Diz His. Also, if you go to our website, www.dizhiz.com, and you look in the very top, you can go ahead and um, find the Goof Troop. You can join the Goof Troop, which is our Patreon, when you can be able to join in in our Discord chat. You can go ahead and watch our live episodes. We do monthly giveaways, sometimes more than, you know, um, monthly. Uh, but we And we have a lot of fun overall. Yeah, so go ahead and check us out if you're interested in joining our, uh, our Goof Troop. Yeah, and if you ever want to share a memory, go ahead and call us at 707-842-0345. And you can call, share a message, and, you know, sometimes we'll play some on the podcast. Also, if you ever have any information about history we're doing or we did, maybe I messed up and got something wrong or something cool that we missed missed completely, email us at dizhishistory at gmail.com. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, send in my way. And I'm pretty active on our social media account. So go ahead and check us out on social media. Actually, uh... A couple of weeks ago, you know, we did our episode on Disney on Ice. Yes. Someone reached out to me on social media and told me and told me a really funny story of a memory about her and her daughter going to Disney on Ice and her daughter like threw up all over her, you know, because, you know, when kids go to just people Cotton throwing candy. up all over the place at Disney, right? Cotton candy. Jen, you know all about that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she knows about her son throwing up all right. <laughs> very much At, so so i just want to share what she you know comment she tagged me in uh thought i'd share that the detroit disney on ice was a blast tonight and super crowded did she and now she has a picture of her and her daughter did she end up puking all over me yes does she also think it was still the best night of her life also yes so that's super awesome <laughs> nice i love getting you know i love getting tagged on these i love reading them i love uh you know kind of 
communicating with everyone that's out there. So yeah, keep those coming, you know, on social media. If you want to tag me on an episode that we just did and say, hey, I was at, you know, People Mover. Hey, I was on the monorail. Hey, I watched this movie. Go ahead and tag us because I'll read it on air and I love it. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Let's get to the his on the Disney princesses. Wish I could be part of your world. He's something sweet and almost kind. But he was mean and he was coarse and unrefined. And now he's dear and so unsure. I wonder why I didn't see... Disney and princesses go hand in hand. The first feature-length film to star a Disney princess was Snow White in 1937. This was followed by Cinderella and Aurora. It would be 30 years until the next big Disney princess feature-length film would release. The Little Mermaid starring Ariel. Since then, there are 14 official Disney princesses according to Disney's own princess-dedicated website. Pocahontas, Tiana, Mulan, Cinderella, Jasmine, Aurora, Snow White, Ariel, Merida, Rapunzel, Belle, Moana, and unofficial Elsa Anana. Does anyone have a favorite princess? That's what I was gonna, I was just going to ask. Like, okay. What's well, your yeah. guy's favorite princess? Okay. Okay, let's go with uh, Alex first. Oh, boy. Um, okay, <laughs> let's not go with Alex first. You want to go first? <laughs> Jen, go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. You guys know my favorite princess. Moana. No. Mary Poppins. That's not a princess. No, no, I'm just joking. It's Ariel. Okay, Ariel. Ariel. She's a good princess, right? She's it's decent. just because the time, it's the timeline of when that movie came out. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Chris? Okay, have- Taking a really long, hard look at this list. It's really hard for me. Never saw Brave. So oh, Chris, man, you Mar- need Mar- to see Brave. Mar- Brave is. is a great movie. Wait, wait, wait. Merida. You've never seen Brave, but when we did, the- <laughs> to peel the curry back, we already did the trivia with Adam, and you told him that Brave sings in the movie, but you've never seen it? I literally read that because you you told me that last night. <laughs> oh, I would, have ne- I would have never known that. Um, I I've uh, boycotted this movie because I really don't like the accents. <laughs> what? I don't know if I'll be able to sit through it. Are making sense? The accents? Okay. The Scottish accents? That's so messed up. Yeah. It's I can't understand it. They're too thick. No, I really just haven't gotten to this movie. I haven't seen a lot of. Uh, Pixar movies yet that and good dinosaur that's it it hasn't been a lot of Pixar movies but it's been those two just haven't haven't seen the appeal for brave I just don't okay just, that's know. cool who's your favorite Disney princess <laughs> come on let's go well I'm just I'm process of elimination okay you ready for mine my favorite is Jasmine <laughs> I love Aladdin Aladdin's one of my favorite movies growing up Jasmine is a awesome princess okay I guess, I guess I'd have to princess. say I guess I'd have to say Leia 
Princess Leia. Oh, why is okay. she not on there? No, actually, I really don't like Princess Leia that much. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to break that, break that uh, little stereotype. So now that I offended Scottish uh, accents, I think I'm ready to lock in. I don't know, Joe, you go. Okay, Belle, Princess Belle, love Princess Belle, love Beauty and the Beast, one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. Yeah, uh, I think she's a great, great princess. You know, she's smart. Um, so she's definitely my favorite Disney princess. Mm. <laughs> this is hard, guys. It's hard to just single out one. I want to say Moana because that's my favorite movie of out, out of all. Okay, these, say Moana then. Moana. I don't love Moana. <laughs> I like the crab from the movie. If he was a princess, he'd be he'd be my favorite princess. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say probably the most popular Disney princess, probably most popular Disney movie of all time, Snow White. Okay. Okay. She's well, a really creepy why voice. She's a creepy voice. voice. Yeah. <laughs> like her haircut. They have about the same, same styled hair. <laughs> right. You and her? Yeah. Snow White. Lock it in. Okay. <laughs> Disney princesses date back further than Snow White in 1937. Walt's first animation company, Laugh-O-Gram Studio released a number of animated shorts focusing on retelling fairy tales such as Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk, Goldilocks, Puss in Boots, and Cinderella. In the 1930s, Walt Disney Studios released a number of shorts based on European folk tales, many coming from the collections of Brothers Grimm stories and Aesop's fables. While none of these shorts featured a princess, Walt set a dream into motion that would change his company, animation, and the entertainment industry forever. In 1937, the groundbreaking Snow White and the Seven Dwarves premiered and was met with a wave of success. While Disney released five more animated films based on classic children's stories, only two starred princesses, Cinderella in 1950 and Aurora in 1959 Sleeping Beauty. A common plot was forming with these Disney princesses, beautiful girls suffering due to circumstances beyond their control. They were graceful and romantic daydreamers, waiting for someone to save them. They held inner strength, but is their appearance that intrigued their male counterparts to save them? A classic damsel in distress. Tinkerbell from Peter Pan in 1953 would eventually be named a Disney princess, but later stripped of that title. While Disney would release many other animated feature films, it would be three decades before another character destined to become an official Disney princess would be seen. Within this gap, only one other daughter of royalty princess Elanwi was seen in 1985's Black Cauldron, but she was never considered a Disney princess. So before we get much further into the history, I do want to change my answer officially to Rapunzel. I've been thinking really long and hard about this, and Rapunzel's my favorite. She's, a good, I, she's I, a good princess. She's a good princess. She's a really she good princess. She is a really good princess. She's and she's funny, princess. right? It's a great she's movie. Funny. Tangled, yeah. great movie. We have very similar hair. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> after yes. the, yeah, at the end. Yeah. The end. No spoilers. Is that what happened to you? Has Emily, has she cut your hair? Like, did you have that long hair? And she I, I cut planned it on day? living forever, and yes, she, then she cut it, and now I'm mortal, uh-huh. so... But yeah, I think yeah, Rapunzel. I do like I do like lizards. <laughs> Good connection there for yes. us. Do you own a back. lizard? Do you own a lizard? I own a reptile, but don't tell anybody because it's illegal in New Jersey. <laughs> How okay, bad so, do we feel about Tinkerbell? How bad do we feel about that? She was stripped of her title as princess. I think uh, uh, I think rightfully so. She's not a princess at all. It was a stretch. She acts like a princess. Yes, she does. she's not very nice. Yeah. Yeah, she's not very Tinkerbell nice. Tinkerbell's not very nice. And she's so thirsty. <laughs> Way to use that young kid lingo there, Alex. <laughs> He's second youngest. <laughs> I think that was like just, uh, she's like a bottom of the barrel uh, princess. So like they just were scraping for, uh, for I guess, some, some extra 
money, I guess. So they're like, oh, we'll make we'll make Tinkerbell princess until a better one comes along. I mean, she's very popular, so it makes sense adding her in the list for a while, being a fairy, and you know, girls love fairies, so it makes sense putting her in there. But I guess they decided uh, they want to make it a more a niche group, and then just adding every female character. But at what point do you get? Does the list get too big? I don't think the list can ever get too big as long as they meet you don't the criteria. Think so? And I go over the criteria later. It would be 30 years until the next great Disney princess movie was released. The Little Mermaid starring Ariel. This was quickly followed by Beauty and the Beast in 1991 and Jasmine in 1992's Aladdin. It was clear Disney was breaking away from the classic European princess template and the traditional damsel in distress standards they had set for a Disney princess. All these movies gained great success and launched their princesses into the spotlight. 1995 was the release of Pocahontas followed by Mulan in 1998. In 1996 and 1999, Disney released two movies, Hunchback in Notre Dame and Tarzan. They were a great success and had women as leads, Esmeralda and Jane Porter. Both of these women at one point were considered Disney princesses, but were both removed from the official list. These new sets of princesses changed the format for what a princess can or cannot do. They were strong-willed, adventurous, and determined. They were willing to fight for their own dreams and didn't rely solely on their male counterparts to vanquish their adversaries. These successful movies and popular characters allowed Disney to create the Disney Princess franchise. One major advantage of this franchise was that it allowed Disney to display many popular characters from unrelated stories, times, and locations together. This led to an explosion of Disney Princess merchandise featuring all or some of the Disney Princesses together or individual entries in a collection. Disney had never revealed how they select members of this exclusive group, but most unofficial lists agree on the same hypothetical criteria. Star in an animated feature length Disney or Pixar film, not introduced in a sequel, royal by birth or marriage, or commit an extreme act of heroism, and the film they were in must be a commercial success. Pocahontas is considered of royal heritage since she's the daughter of a chief, the same is said for Moana. Cinderella, Bella, and Tiana become royalty through marriage. Mulan is neither of royal descent nor married into royalty, but she did save China, and that act of heroism earns her official Disney princess status. So one of the things that Disney did nail on the head um, with Disney princesses um, is uh, empowering women characters in their movies because they have all these great uh, heroic female characters who do things that we only used to see male characters do in their movies. But not only uh, are Disney princesses good for, you know, empowering uh, female characters, but they also I think they do a really good job at uh showing different cultures because we have all these different um, Disney princesses now all from different walks of life. And it kind of opens young children's eyes and sometimes people who are, you know, adults eyes to the rest of the world and different cultures. But I think they really do a good job with on both of those fronts. Well, I totally agree with you. I'll say that for like my daughter, her favorite princess is Mulan because, you know, she saved China. Not because, you know, she's pretty or dainty or because she was, you know, a badass. Yeah. yeah. And they've done a really good job at moving away from the damsel in distress, you know, yep, just pretty exactly. nice. And now they're just now like um, Frozen, who aren't, a, on a, who aren't official princesses, but we'll talk about that later. They, they, they've showed like, look, Elsa has no love interest. She has no, you know, she just goes out and, you know, fixes problems on her own. Moana, same thing. No love interest. She uh, she took matters into her own hands, which, you know, her her dad, the chief couldn't do was too afraid to do. So they mm-hmm. do a really good job at um, at moving away from the stereotypical princess and now showing that anyone can, you know, princesses can do, you know, 
just as cool things as anybody else. Yep. And, you know, that's the reason why I think Marvel was such a good pickup for Disney. It's because Marvel is very much like that, too, where they kind of, you know, being different is okay, I guess you can way. And being mm-hmm. unique is kind of not being mainstream. It's okay yeah. not to be mainstream. Yeah, I agree. Like we- if you're a tree, it talks. You're, you're looked at as equal as um, a <laughs> raccoon. Yeah, a raccoon, a talking raccoon. It's not a raccoon. Trash panda. <laughs> we could talk about Anna and Elsa and why they're not Disney princesses. So if you go to uh, the Disney princess website, which is, I think is like Disney.princess.com or something like that. It's the official Disney website. And they had the list of Disney princesses and they have all 12 uh, that we mention in the history. So all 12 of those princesses. And then Anna Elsa is on that list as well, but they have a gray background where the other 12 have pink backgrounds. And when you click on their image, they take you to a, to show you who they are, and they do not have the official princess stamp. So they're not official princesses. Some will say, oh, because they're queens. But, I mean, it, didn't Aurora become a queen eventually? And same with Rapunzel. Well, Rapunzel's a princess, but she will become a queen eventually. I mean, mm-hmm. th- I mean, Snow White became a queen. No? She's still a princess? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. So, I mean. But isn't Elsa a queen and you can't have, I've only seen Frozen 2 once. So, but, so if Elsa's a queen, you can't have two queens. So if Elsa's a queen, then. In Frozen 2, they both, they both become queens because Elsa goes to become queen of the, of the uh, forest. And honestly, it's back to the queen of of the uh, Arendelle. But also, I think another reason why they don't make them Disney princesses is because they stand alone merchandise wise. You know, it Frozen was such a success. Um, it, it by itself parallels the princesses in general when it comes to merchandise sold, I think. Yeah, we did read that um, one of the theories is that if they were to group them in with the rest of the princesses, it would dilute the profits of just their of of the franchise Frozen because it's confusing. But but uh, the Disney princesses is technically a franchise, right? Alex? Yes. That, that so grouping Anna and Elsa into them would, I guess, take them away from the Frozen franchise and group them into the Disney princess franchise. So it's really just like politics. It's it's why they're not yeah. princesses. It's kind of crazy. Sorry, you're not a princess. It's purely <laughs> politics. It's nothing personal. Because I always thought it was ridiculous that money. I always thought it was ridiculous that Mulan was considered a princess. Because I was like, I watched the movie. I was like, she's not a princess. Why is she a princess? Oh, she did an act of valor. Okay, so that's mm. how we're doing it nowadays. And Jasmine. Oh, big when, whoa. And then Aladdin. Save China. Is, now you're a princess. Wow. <laughs> and in the Aladdin, isn't Jasmine a sultan? Doesn't she become sultan? Or no. is that just the live action movie she becomes sultan? Jasmine doesn't. I thought the whole point Her is dad. that she wouldn't become sultan. She didn't want to just be a princess. That's live. That must be the live action one because that's not. Yeah. So she she has, she has wants to become sultan. She doesn't want, just want to be a princess. So they have aspirations to be more than just princesses. And how Beauty and Beast. Um. Where is the Beast's parents? Why is he not king? Why is he a prince? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's good questions. That's a good question. And if he's not, a, if he is a king, then Belle is a queen. Continuity questions that I think the board that picks the Disney princesses wouldn't want to answer. You're making you're, you're making someone on the Disney's board very nervous with all these investigative <laughs> journalism, Alex. That's right. I should go knocking on doors. That, that Disney princess list is going to be like three and a half tomorrow when you go on the website. <laughs> And come to our attention. <laughs> <laughs> we heard from a reliable source that people are upset <laughs> about what, what is and what is not. Another thing I saw that why they took some of these characters out of the princesses is because um, Jane Porter from Tarzan, she wears all yellow. 
And a lot of merchandise was being confused between her and Belle because they both wear oh, all yellow. That's so funny. So that was Your another reason. Poor fashion choices have eliminated you from the princess bride. <laughs> we already you know a- something. Go ahead, Joe. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna go to a Disney princess trivia, I think I'm gonna take Alex. He seems to know <laughs> a lot about Disney princess. <laughs> and as is and uh, yeah, Esmeralda wasn't a princess anyways, right? She wasn't a princess, was she? I don't know Notre Dame. I'm hunchback Notre Dame very well. Now that you say that, Alex, that is what was pretty dumb to make a uh, brunette woman wear a yellow dress because they already had one. Yeah, maybe yellow is just a good color for brunettes. I mean, she, she was... looked great in it. <laughs> she looked great. But why was Jane even a princess in the movie? No, no, no she Cash wasn't. Grab. She's a Cash scientist. Grab. Gotcha. Cash All grab. scientists are princesses. <laughs> Andy Mooney, former Nike executive who was hired as president of Walt Disney Company's Disney Consumer Products Division in 1999, attended the Disney on Ice show. There, Mooney noticed several girls wearing Disney princess attire, not produced by Disney. The next day, he addressed the company and encouraged them to start work on a Disney princess merchandise line. Disney launched the Disney princess line in 2001, which quickly generated $300 million, and by 2012, it increased its revenue to over $3 billion. The Disney princess line featured the 12 official princesses. Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, Merida, and Moana. The franchise has produced a multitude of merchandise, even including sing-along videos and home decor. Disney has partnered up with some big companies to release as much Disney Princess merch as possible. Products licenses to Hasbro for games, Mattel for dolls, Fisher-Price for plastic figurines, Lego for Lego sets, and Stride-Rite for shoes. In 2005, Tinkerbell, Esmeralda, and Jane were no longer included in franchise merchandise, indicating their removal as official Disney princesses. Four years later, Disney started another string of movies starring characters who would be added to the franchise lineup. In 2009, The Princess and the Frog introduced Tiana, quickly followed up by Rapunzel and Tangled. Merida opened the door for Pixar characters with Brave in 2012, and Moana ended the run in 2016. Some fan lists have added Raya from the straight-to-streaming Raya and The Last Dragon, which aired in 2021. But the official Disney Princess website does not include her. So this is so, going to be a good way, Chris, mm-hmm. when you're out, you know, searching for uh, buried treasure yes. to identify how old something is Disney Princess related. Because if it has Tinkerbell and Jane on it, then you'll ah, know it's pretty thin. Yeah, that's oh, true. true. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. It's true. But let's just, I mean, Disney's is so good at finding something that makes money and just yeah. like going all out with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think that this is one of their their big money makers at Disney is a whole Disney princess franchise, even compared to like Marvel, Star Wars. I think this is huge, uh, you know, overall for like a money maker. Because if you go into the parks, everything's all Disney princess, right? And, uh, you know, think about this for a second, okay? And I'm not saying that, you have to be a girl to like Disney princesses. You can be a boy like Disney princesses, right? But they totally cornered the market with like having the coolest thing that girls can want, which is Disney princesses. Yeah. Then they got Marvel, right? Which, of course, you know, you can be a girl and like Marvel. You can be a boy. You can be, you know, whatever. You can be, you know, whoever and like Marvel. Uh, but they cornered that whole market of pretty much like boys or whatever. Yeah. And they got pretty much like, what's the coolest <laughs> thing for boys? They're like Marvel. Boom. Star Wars. Boom. They got like, is this... Every, I don't think you can go to anyone in the world and just be like, you know, there's some, there's not something at Disney that you won't like. That's not for you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. sure. And even people who don't like Disney because of 
you know, price prices and they're, they feel like they're, you know, charging too much for everything. Like my brother-in-law, um, my wife's brothers, he's like, I don't like Disney. They charge too much for everything. When we went to Disney, I told this story before he was like a kid, you know, everything, his eyes, what? Andy, I see, I see a Woody, I see Buzz, and he was so excited, right? He doesn't even like Disney, but he was like, you know, like a five-year-old walking around the That's park. Awesome. And and I think that they they did a they are the best at what they do. Yeah, for sure. Do you think they wanted to leave like no um like no questions asked when they introduced Tiana, like when they went as far as naming the movie the princess and the frog, <laughs> just just to make sure everybody knew she was the new princess. <laughs> Yeah, the last official princess was Moana, right? It's on here. Um, I can't. I I think eventually they will add Raya though. I didn't know Moana was a princess, and I haven't seen Raya yet. That's another movie I have to. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. But the Princess and the Frog—that's like an old story, though. It wasn't like Disney came up with that story, Princess and the Frog. That's like a story that's been around for generations and generations. They just embellished it. Wasn't it called the Prince and the Frog though? No, uh, maybe, maybe it was. I just know the whole thing was about, um, you know, kissing a frog. Yeah, kissing a frog. Yeah, I didn't love um, Princess and the Frog, but I loved this, the the um, because I just I was I know this unpopular opinion really was disappointed by the music, but um, I really liked the story. I know, I know there was I I like dig a little deeper, and that no, was about man. it. Man, that was about you. Don't like friends from oh, the other side? No, no I didn't. Dude, I did not friends like friends from the other side. No. That's messed up, man. <laughs> no, That's not, not cool. Like hey, I did not in like chat, cool at all. do you see what's going on in chat right now? I imagine people are very upset right now. Here they are. Did not Tara like just posted a picture of you, you know, down with the up. Is this new? Did she make this? Not my host. That was last week's. Uh, that was last picture. week. That oh, was okay. last week's picture of the week. I I did not I did not like uh like the uh the soundtrack. Oh, I like dig God. a little deeper. Love that song. One of my favorite songs uh, in a Disney movie. But um yeah, did not like uh, friends on the other side. I think it's because you hyped it up so much. Do you talked it up like oh it's the best thing ever? And Alex did, and Alex doesn't oh. like much. Alex was like, oh, oh man. Uh, I got to stop doing awesome. that. I got to stop yeah. doing that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I got to stop talking things up. You have a track record of this. Yeah, <laughs> like like the uh, Home Sweet Home Alone being like the, the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> it was a good movie. Um, but yeah, so unpopular opinion. But listen, uh, listen uh, I, it was, I, I like the story. I just didn't love the soundtrack. The story was great. You know, yeah, she had a dream and she pursued her dream. <laughs> hey, I want to talk about something really fast. Um, okay. So earlier we were talking about, um, you know, are we talking about boys not like princesses or something like that? Did we see something about uh, no, 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 marketing? No, I said that. Marketing, what, what, toward, marketing towards different sexes or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they saw this as an opportunity to make clothesline or merchandise for girls. But you know what? They actually, they need to start making unisex uh, merchandise for princesses because there's a lot of boys out there who like princesses because either they grow in a house full of of girls like sisters and they watch the movies and they like the princesses or they just in general like the movies themselves and like the princesses i think they're missing a market by not making unisex uh clothing for boys that represents the princesses as well like taking like uh you know bell just make like overalls that have kind of the bell kind of look um i don't know how mm-hmm. you can do that i'm not a fashion designer but i'm just saying i think disney's missing a a chance to go to go into 2020 uh forward and do unisex princesses merchandise if they haven't already i don't think they have because like i know my son likes princesses i mean he loves moana i I think he would like to wear a moana shirt or you know a moana outfit that makes him think oh this is cool this is like moana it's interesting i used to play with the i used to play with the dolls i was a big doll guy when i was little um never never got my polly pocket shirt but not only that though the other way the other way around too where it's kind of like you know they should have more stuff 
for for like Marvel and stuff like that for girls like unisex. I guess you. Well, they have that. tons. They have tons. I guess you're right. Yeah, I, I I understand what you're saying. I I I wonder if there is a market for that out. I guess if there was a huge market and there was money to be made, they'd already be doing it. But just for the sake of inclusiveness, it'd be cool to see something like that. I do like like boys are uh play with action figures a lot, so they, they do have a lot of like figures, I guess, of princesses and stuff that you can play with. You Barbies. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like the they have those they nice have little play sets ones. now. Yeah, they do. Cool. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. But um, yeah, I that would that would kind of be cool, Alex. We here at Diz has truly love the Disney princesses, both as Disney characters and positive role models, and cannot wait to see what new additions Disney has in store. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24/7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. So I kind of, I just want to throw this out there, kind of messed up on D+. So we're going to skip out on doing D+, for a couple of weeks uh, until we, because, you know, I went on the cruise and kind of mess up our whole schedule. But I talked with AJ over at the D+, Club, and we are going to get started back with that sometime in April. So I just kind of want to let everyone know if you have been participating with the D+, Club. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. We are going to talk about what we did in the world of Disney Slash News. Chris, you want to go first? Uh, news, I um, watched some videos on the Star Cruiser, the Galactic okay. Star Cruiser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, you know what? I would I would pay to do it. I, I, I would definitely pay to do it. It's something that you have to split with somebody or or three other people for that matter. But um, for like fifteen hundred bucks, eighteen hundred bucks, because I think that's what it costs per person. I, I would definitely do it. I'd save for it. But I would do it. It was really cool. And from what I've watched, the more that you get into it and role play, the more fun it is. Uh, everyone that's done it so far said that they would do it again and said that it was um, expensive, but said that it's an experience like no other. And it's just, I would uh, I would definitely look into doing it one day for sure. I'm sure the price is going to come down on it. Has to. You know, just like to. just like anything else. When when Disney Cruise Line launched, they were so expensive as really? far as cruises went. Yeah, uh, as opposed to you know your Royal Caribbean and your Carnival because they only had two ships, and mm. so you it was just it was Exclusive. one of those things like. Well, exactly. You, it just, it felt like it was one of those things that was just, you know, it was definitely unattainable for me when it first came mm -hmm. out. And so eventually, you know, the price has gone down, the newness has worn off, you know, more ships got introduced. I mean, obviously that's not going to be the case with this, but the newness will wear off. I mean, it feels like it might be a a one and done for a lot of people. You know what I mean? The experience, mm -hmm. do the uh, experience, yeah. but, but it's not like you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, yes. Let's go back and do that again this year, you know, for the money. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I exactly I, for the money, for sure. It, it's, 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 it's ridiculous, but listen, that's what credit cards are for. You can't take the money with you and you don't American even take a debt way. with you. Yeah. You give it to your kids. They can pay for it. No, but, your kids don't have to pay for it. Well, see, there we go. 
There we go. Fake your death. Go on Star Cruiser, fake your death. That Boom, you're done. No, it, it, seriously, in all seriousness, I watched a lot, like a couple hours worth of content, probably three or four. <laughs> of, Is there a Sherlock of, pit of the, in um, on the on the Star Cruiser? There, um, they, they they weren't allowed to film that part, but I heard okay. I heard I've heard I've heard rumors. I was just saying, you can go charge it, jump in the Sherlock pit, come out like twenty years later. <laughs> twenty years later, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks you're dead, right? Uh, it looks really cool. The merchandise there is surprisingly affordable. I watched a video on someone who bought every single piece of merchandise from there. Weird video. <laughs> it's affordable because you're paying $1,800 to go there. <laughs> Food okay, so, free. Oh, so you I'm dropped... In. So you dropped eighteen hundred to go in. So what's another, you know, fifty dollars on a shirt? Because exactly. I already paid eighteen hundred. Exactly. This, they had those, this whole, those exclusive lightsabers. This whole time, Alex's head's about to explode. So Guys, expensive. You want, you, you want to know a secret? Yeah. What? You, you you go there. It's very expensive. It's very expensive. So that means the exclusive merchandise they sell there resells for a very high profit. You buy three lightsabers, pays for your whole trip. No way. Three lightsabers? Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, the lightsabers Tomorrow. are 170 bucks. You probably sell them for four or five hundred dollars on eBay. You, you you buy four or five of those babies, maybe a couple of robes, maybe you get a, a, a some some earrings. Can't get it anywhere else. You got to go there to get it. Supply and demand, baby. It's the American dream. It's the American way. And tomorrow morning, when the shop opens up, the big signs will be there. Limit two. Oh, I'm bringing. I'm. I'm. I'm listen, I get two. Emily gets two. <laughs> He's like, guy, I can go around the, that. The guy. The guy. The guy that uh, the Twilight that I just gave fifty dollars to is given is, is buying two. <laughs> and I wake up the next day, I get two more. Is this place uh, going to be like a few animatronics going haywire and offing some people being Westworld? Is that where they're going? So what they're going with this place is what they had uh, promised in Galaxy's Edge. The walking around characters. You have you have um, Rodians that their mouths move and their ears twitch and they talk and stuff. Really? Uh, yeah, it's very, very cool. You have uh, the First Order order infiltrating the ship. You have Chewbacca on the ship. It's everything they promised in Galaxy's Edge, just for 40 times the amount. I th- but listen, it, it it looks really cool. I think every guest should be required to wear Star Wars garb. They should they should have a closet in each room with all sizes, so you can pick out what you wear. And you oh have no, to you have wear to Star- buy it, honey. Oh, and you, on, but you have one. to wear it, or no? No. Okay. No. Everyone should be required to wear it. Being required to wear it means it should be supplied to you in order for it to keep up the role playing. Everyone should be in Star Wars uh clothes. Alex, if you're playing if you're paying forty eight hundred dollars to stay on a make believe ship, you're role playing. There's no, no way you're not role no, playing. There's people, who are, there's people there who are not role playing. <laughs> there's no way that there's people that are just sitting at the bar all day. They're using the force and, and the other people that are using the force on are are are, are imitating them using getting the you're right. on them. You're one hundred percent right. Do they have cast members, be that person? Do they have cast members all black like lunatards lunatards? Lunatar what am I saying? What's the word? Unitards? Unitards. They like hold things and bring them towards you as if you're using the force. <laughs> it's like green screen. Force is actually real on the ship, Alex. Oh, whoa. We, we could, we could talk. Well, there's, there's a Jedi that tells you if you're force sensitive or not. Um, and I'm, I is believe that like when you get the wand at Harry Potter, like you kind of get screwed, you know, when what happened? <laughs> what happens if you're not force sensitive, you get your money back. Um, <laughs> you're just in a lot of debt and, and deep depression. <laughs> like, sorry, you can't participate. But thanks for coming you, on. What I'll if it's, what years. if it's your kid? What if your kid, their entire life has felt like they are force sensitive and then you go in there and they go, Nope, sorry, kiddo, you're not. Like, Just, what happens oh, then? Then you'd be like, wow. hey, guess what? Good thing Anakin's coming here in five minutes and he's not going to worry about you. <laughs>
<laughs> but hey, overall, it lo- does look really cool. I watched some video on it, right? It's very, very expensive, but it looks. So Joe, we'll cool. go, right? We'll go. Promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna pay for my trip. You're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna use some of your tip, and you're gonna pay for it, right? We'll figure it out. Can't we charge it to the business card? <laughs> there we go. We're yeah, crippling we debt on the business card. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are. But we could talk all episode about about this, uh, Alex. Your thirty hey, seconds of telling us that you didn't do anything in the world of Disney, and then we'll move hold to- on, hold on. But if you want to help us out with our debt, all you gotta do is go to dizhis.com and join our Patreon. <laughs> Please, that's not a joke. So this week in Disney, I did nothing. Take it away, Joe and Jen. <laughs> hold on, you did a lot of research on princess princesses. I did not do a lot of research on princesses. Then how do you know all this information about princesses? He he sat down and talked to his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> listen no. daddy has to write a podcast about princesses so hit me up emma tell me everything you got um no i did do some i did read about princesses but the history from this week was actually from adam i, I didn't mention that yet this week one of our patrons adam wrote the history for this week nice so i did take his history and i modified it i added to it i did look up information to you know go with it uh but the majority of this history was actually written by our patreon adam very cool. Okay, so obviously, you know, Jen and I were on a cruise, but before we go talk about the cruise, Jen, right? I just want to talk about this piece of news. Did you guys watch the trailer for oh, um, Obi Wan? Yes, I did. Really not. good. Oh my, it's so good. When they played Duel of the Fates, I started sweating profusely. It's yeah, it's gonna. It looks really good. I can't wait to go ahead and watch it. Very excited. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the cruise, Jen. Uh, so Jen and I, we went on the Disney Dream, and it was different, but definitely, definitely a lot of fun. Well, you can start off by saying the ship was half full. So. Wow. Oh, yeah. So that was something that was super, super nice was um, you didn't really feel crowded. Where you saw that the most was on their private island. Usually, um, especially on the bigger ships, you're fighting for space on some of the beaches and they were just wide open. empty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, the adult part of the island was super busy. There was a lot more adults to kids on uh, ratio, I guess you can say. There a lot more adults on this cruise than it has been in the past, um, which is kind of interesting. We didn't even like so let's start from the very beginning right we got on the boat it was half full um uh we had to test you know for covid before getting on the ship very strict covid restrictions on the ship i mean they were taking uh room numbers when you were getting into the hot tubs uh there was like 10 minute restrictions on the pool which made things it 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 felt a little bit too much because we were all tested before going on the ship so you know i mean we were um all some people were denied boarding yeah some people of course they what they i guess their test came back positive right Mm -hmm. at the port and so their entire party couldn't go i know of at least one wow yeah yeah well you don't know them but they posted on social media right yes and i bet they were very upset very much so (laughs) but that being said the cruise was great uh i can talk i guess we can talk about how many ice cream cones i ate right because that was like a big pool so so joe has a problem with self-control what i know yeah i do so here's the difference here's the difference between like joe and my husband joe Mm. i think the last day of the cruise ate I think 10 ice cream cones on the, that day, <laughs> that day, yeah. that day. Yeah. It's easy. Uh, yeah. yeah. My husband went, he just, he really wanted some. So he went, he had, he got a cone, he got a couple licks and he was like, you know what? I'm okay. And he got rid of the rest of it. I ate about 10 ice cream cones a day, but listen, okay. It's been two years since I've been on a Disney cruise. So I wanted to make sure I got it. Like I made up for all that time. So, so much. So he's so uncomfortable. Yeah, man. At the points last day. on this. He's so, un- he can't, he can't do anything. Yeah. Like I see Mel and Nick walking around. Yep. I'm like, where's Joe? He's laying down. 
Yeah. It even sound enjoyable. <laughs> well, it was fine for, for a couple of days until this all caught up. I was like, listen, because what happened was like, you know, went to Paulo and let's just talk about Paulo for a second. Paulo, great. Food was delicious. You know, 10 out of 10, the food was delicious. But I had three lasagnas. And you might say, well, Joe, that's a lot of lasagna, right? First off, let's talk about it. They were about, they were like food and wine wine servings. They were like tiny little pieces, like two bites. Okay. Was so I was like, bring me a lasagna, bring me a lasagna, bring me a lasagna. Uh, and I had a chicken parm. I was fine that day. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I this was is, fine. This is in addition to, hold on, because they start you off with bread service. And oh, yeah. then there's the seafood platter and the charcuterie board and all of that pastries. And then your entrees. And then dessert. And then five so, ice cream cones. I did have ice cream cones that day. Can I get a it's, confirmation, Joe? You're an lot. anxious person like myself. When you yeah. were laying in bed, uh, I could see Joe wobbling to the uh, wherever you have to pay for internet, right? Paying for paying for internet for the day just so he could Google, is it possible to overdose on ice cream? <laughs> I did not do that. So I what is your official count there, Joe, on your cruise ship? Adventure. Uh, I forget what I, it was between 25 or 30 ice cream cones. I, I guess you keep count. count. I mean, I guess huh? 11. I thought you were supposed to keep count. Dude, I lost track, man. I, first <laughs> off, I was like in a food coma, number one. I couldn't even, some, some, in some parts of the day, I didn't even know where I was, right? Uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't uh, either in the middle of the ocean, Joe. Not sure. Uh, but that being said, right? The food was delicious. On one of those days, I think, Jen, you said that I ate like 10 ice cream cones in a day, and I did. Not only did I have 10 ice cream cones, I got a blondie from Vanilla Peace, which is like its own kind of dessert shop on the ship. Uh, but man, I had, oh, whoa, there's like a freaking ice cream count for real in Discord. Oh, yeah. Should we said I was going to eat 50 ice cream cones? <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Okay, so one of our patrons have put in an ice cream count. I guess people took, took bets before yes. you left. And here is the ice cream count. Patreon Chewy said Joe can eat 50. Steve said 20, said 28. Ryan said 19. Niels said 15. And Chris said 11. Wait, that's you, I've Chris? Never felt, I've never felt dumber. <laughs> so 30 would be closest would be Steve. Steve would, would one for sure. Yes. Let me go ahead and tell you something else, though. Um, serving at the soft served ice cream stations, they had Disney cast members there. So I would say they would fill it up probably about half of I would normally fill it up. Okay. You don't think so? So this is this is him justifying it because he's going to tell you it's pro it's a normal sized portion. I would have like <laughs> I think I had two like the whole trip <laughs> and it was good. Like you go, you get one. It's 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 a snack and you have a little bit of ice cream. The ice cream is yeah. probably about that big. It's like a normal amount. Like a normal right. amount. It's a normal amount. Yeah. So when I filled it up, though, I was 30 I would, of those. Listen, I'll tell you a funny story. Right. I was on the island and this guy was filling like he was doing the ice cream. Right. And he was and he overfilled. It was like way too much, like normally how I would do it. And, you and it put, kind of fell over a little bit. Yeah. And he's about to throw it away. He was about to throw it away. And I was like, and it was for, it was for my wife. Right. And I was like, no, don't throw that away. And he stopped like right over the garbage can. He didn't throw it away. I was like, dude, I'll eat that. So then he gave it to me, gave Mel one. And then I got a normal one. I was just like, whoop, double fisting. It's <laughs> Joe's the guy in Lilo and Stitch. It's always in the background of the ice. Cream. <laughs> Listen, the goal, the goal in the future is to not eat yourself to the point of being so uncomfortable. I had this conversation with my husband too. All so, the guys, uh, all of the guys that, in our party, it's all the same way. Yeah. Everybody well, that, ate themselves stupid. The girls didn't. It's the guy. Yeah. And that last day we had like the kitchen sink thing. And on that night though, I didn't know we were going to go ahead and get the, that kitchen sink thing. It was like a surprise. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't Trevor know. Paper. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. 
right? But that night, it had one of the best desserts at dinner. It was like this fig or date pudding, I guess it is. I think it's called like sticky, date pudding. It's sticky date pudding. Oh my gosh, it's so delicious. So I had that and then I had the ice cream thing. I couldn't eat both of them. I was already stuffed in the first. I didn't even eat. I didn't need to eat dinner that night. I was so stuffed, right? But listen, guys, I have a plan for next time, okay? Is I'm going to bring like a natural like la- laxative. Oh my God. Gonna I'm going to bring like prune juice or something, right? Or uh, did Jen, are they, do they have like prune juice on the ship? You can go ahead and bring your own stuff. I'm probably not going to do that because I, I still want to get sick. I want to eat like a normal human. Just eat like a normal human and you won't have that problem. But it's just so hard when there's food everywhere you look. Like everywhere you go, there's food. I'm yeah. on a detox right now coming off the ship because like for breakfast, you can eat anything. For lunch, you can eat anything. Dinner, anything. I have normal food now. It sucks. <laughs> I just posted the oh, ice no, cream challenge that we uh, that we failed because- We failed miserably because we ate- what? Joe already ate so much. Oh my gosh. So, but- you know, the food was great. Of course, I was talking about it with Trevor on the boat saying, you know, how can we compare like a Disney cruise to like Royal Caribbean to Carnival, right? Uh, and he said that the food, everything that you can do on the ships is kind of very similar. But the one thing that makes Disney so much better is the customer service. And you're not going to get that Disney customer service on Carnival. You're not going to get it on the Royal Caribbean. I mean, we were throwing away our food. Like we would go like eat our food, right? And then go th- kind of find like the trash to throw away the food. And the Disney cast members are like, no, you don't do that here. We got it for you. They are, are like on top of you to, you know, I feel like a savage. I feel like what you do is just eat the food and you just leave your garbage. I would hate anywhere. that. I would hate that. But they're there, man. And that's what you're supposed to do. It's crazy how they wait on you hand and foot they are the best they are the best man they, the disney cruises the customer service that you get on a disney cruise is the best in the world well it's definitely it's definitely the best in the industry it sets the standard and also um as far as cleanliness and things like that and where you know the draw to other cruise lines is you know obviously there's a cost difference between the two um but what we've encountered over the years is that while my initial payment to go on to another um, type of ship, you know, the, you know, Royal Carnival, whatever it is, if my initial payment's lower, I'm going to get nickel and dined because if I want to go eat in that specialty restaurant and it's just a burger stand, but I want to go eat there, you know, it's $5 every, every time. Now you're thinking $5 isn't that big of a deal. Um, but, you know, if, if I've already paid to be on the ship, am I, I have $5 to do this, $5 to do this activity, this and that and whatever on the ship. Whereas on Disney, almost all those things are included. Um, the exception is obviously their specialty dining restaurants, which are an event. You know, that's something that you are going to pay a little extra for, though. If you do cruise with them enough, that is one of those perks that you get, which is complimentary Apollo brunch or dinner. Um, I do know that somewhat is changing with the Apollo dinner, although we haven't experienced it firsthand because we tend to like the brunch. Um, but even the specialty ice cream shop is still really, really affordable. So I think those big gigantic scoops of July lotto were five dollars for the whole thing yeah it was massive they were massive scoop right so you know yeah you're paying more up front but you know that the service the cleanliness all the things that are already included are top notch um sodas you know i know we've talked about that before but if you go on any of the other cruise lines you're immediately paying sixty dollars per person if not more per person for a soda package um that's something that disney includes you know they they're not going to charge you for that kind of thing so just the little things that 
it set it apart. Fireworks, Our, it's, yeah. the parties. Oh, man. The- fireworks cool. looked cool. They yes. were super awesome. They did a great job with the fireworks. Uh, our, the person who kind of took care of our room, like our, uh, I guess, what, what are they called? Like housekeepers or? Stateroom host. Stateroom host, right? I mean, she went above and beyond to do things like our toilet paper, right? I've, ne- I've never had this happen before. Like our toilet paper, like um, she, they put like a little triangle on it. So it was easier, easier to kind of pull out. She gave us like a little bands to go ahead and use for our uh, cords for like our phones and tablets and stuff like that. She would wrap them up like every day. And she was like amazing. Uh, this is some of the things that they do on that ship. I feel like, I mean, when you go on a Disney cruise, you feel like a king or a queen. I don't I mean, think anything are... yeah, screams like um, royal treatment more than and making the toilet paper that's already hanging easier for you to pull. And this was in between wipes, Joe. But come in. The point I'm trying to make is I've never experienced that before. I don't even think I experienced that on other Disney cruises. I was kind of like, what the heck's going on? Here? Is this on purpose? They need those tips, went. man. The COVID hit hard. They need those tips, Joe. <laughs> and Joe, um, leaving trash behind and having people clean up after you is not exclusive to Disney ships. I just did that at the AMC movie theater the other day. I did not get the looks that you got. I, my looks were much different, but they did clean it. They did clean it up. <laughs> oh, my God. Jen, do you have um, anything to share about the cruise? So it was, of course, it was wonderful. It was it's it's my husband's favorite mode of vacation because you go from point A to point B and you get to eat your way through point A to point B. You wake up and you're someplace else. So um, it was it was a relaxing one in the sense of we didn't really get off the boat. We didn't go to the Bahamas or anything like that. We went to Castaway, but we just decided to stay on the boat in Nassau. It's kind of tore up right now. They're building a big cruise terminal. So um, we just stayed on kind of did activities on there had a lot of fun did a lot of like trivia um i know the kids did some um animation academies that was good um my son's big thing was that he got to age up into the the middle kid the tween um kids club and so that's a huge step so he is he has stepped up in the world he was so excited he's like what's my curfew like um (laughs) i don't know midnight he's like yes and that was it oh, gone that's awesome that's cool that yeah. kids get freedom like that on the, uh they can't go anywhere right so. well in the middle the middle club and the older club they don't have um they don't have parental checkout privileges because if you're going to put them in that one you you should be able to trust them and communication is pretty good on the ship that's the one thing that i ding disney on is they have this this great app mm-hmm. that you can talk to everybody in your party even people that you just met oh, you know cool. you can exchange chat numbers and you're able to talk. The problem that I have encountered is that my son would send me a text and it wouldn't push through on my phone. Uh, So I had to open the app to check it. Meanwhile, he's waiting for my answer. And so that's something that I definitely feel like, and said that in my survey, that's something that they could improve is it's not hard to get push notifications to go through here. So other than that, it was, I I mean, it was, the weather was perfect. Um, You know, the private Island was great. Yeah. And yeah, I can't wait to go back. We're trying yeah. to find one in the summer to go back and do. We're trying to find that fantasy one for seven days, right? Yeah, Joe wants his uh, Grand Slam. Yep. So I can, so I can say I've been on all the ships. Uh, before we kind of end it, I was kind of say a couple other things I did on the cruise. I got to watch Big Hero Six. I've never seen Big Hero Six before. Really? Yeah, I watched it with my son on the top on top deck on the, the big funnel vision, I guess you can say. And we ate like, you know, a couple ice creams. We had French fries, pretty much everything unhealthy that we can eat. We pretty much ate. We watched it. it was great. What a great movie. Right. I see in chat. Finally. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, at Castaway, there is a slide. What? I forgot about that. Oh, we ran the 5K. We ran the Castaway 5K, which was oh, really cool. Oh, nice. You see that uh, thing, Chris? Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. The, the, how did you guys do a run on vacation, especially after the 30 ice cream? First off, it was I needed it after the 30 ice cream. Uh, <laughs> he was, was the only runner with ice cream in his hand as he ran. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the 5K was great. I mean, it's beautiful. The island's beautiful. Uh, there was a, a slide on the island. It kind of goes into the water. You know, what, is that? what would you call that, Jen? Like the ocean? It's called the like Pelican Plunge. It, it goes into the ocean, show. What yeah. would you call that large body of water that the ship well, is in? <laughs> but that. it's not really the ocean because there's like the, the jetty or whatever kind of blocking it, you know? Are you a flat uh, earther, Joe? I'm not a flat earther. But okay, so the slide goes into the ocean. There's like fish in the ocean. My my son was no like way. freaking out. He yeah, there was like fish there, you know, big big fish, like two feet. What? Shut up. You guys are dumb. <laughs> yeah. And Nick was freaking out. Uh, but still, the slide was a lot of fun, right? It was it was my first time going to the Pelican Plunge and going down the slide. Nice. We also got to rent the the bike. There was like these water bikes and like pedal boats. We, we kind of did that, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. It was a great time. I actually, my favorite picture. Um, I just posted it in chat. My favorite picture of, of you. Yeah, no, I post. No, that's not my favorite picture. Um, it's you and my son on the paddle boat with the ship in the background. That's, that's a great. And now, Jen, is that the ocean? Um, I think so. I mean, I think that's how. I think that's how I <laughs> That's a pretty no. good picture. It's a it is picture. a good picture. So, highly recommended. I mean, you really can't go wrong. Don't have anything negative to say. If you have the opportunity to do it, I would definitely jump on it and just take the plunge and you'll be hooked like us. Um, now, when we're about to start the episode, you guys are talking about Jen carrying your team for trivia. Trivia. And I said, mm-hmm. hold it for the podcast. So what were you guys talking about? Oh, so <laughs> winners. Oh. Trivia winners. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I mean, I did pretty good in Marvel trivia. I will say, no, um, Marvel trivia was, Marvel trivia was pretty good. Um, we all I feel did like, well in that one. No, I do. I feel like we all did well. I mean, here's what kind of happens with us at trivia, Alex, is that you kind of know who who's the heavyweight. And so you just let that person write. Example, nobody really touched the paper when we did 90s music trivia. It was my paper. I just wrote it. Yeah. And everybody, everybody look over my shoulder and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I didn't even need them to do that because I knew the answer was right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when we did, um, when we did Marvel trivia, we let Trevor kind of do that. And then we just yeah. kind of all, um, coordinated, but you did have Joe, you did, you, it was movie quotes trivia. You and oh, Trevor, yeah. you and Trevor by process of elimination came up with, um, the hangover quote movie quote. You oh, guys yeah. got that together. Uh, what else? Um, I, I'm, I'm not terrible at trivia. I'm pretty no, good no, no. You're no, yeah. no. You're you're not. Some there are some like the Disney Disney music trivia. We beat you. I, I'm not very good. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. I'm not very good at Disney music trivia. Uh, so yeah. But um, we didn't, and we didn't just do Disney either. We did movie quotes. We won. Um, mm-hmm. and and this time it was kind of funny because we won by several points. Like usually it's pretty close. You yeah, know? we killed it with movie quotes trivia. Yeah, we with and Marvel too. Like I really thought, especially because some of the questions 
questions were so easy. And you named your team Diz His Podcast, right? They would not let me. Are you serious right now? <laughs> no, no. What did it, what did he call it? Because we didn't put our name on it. Disney's and then when we won, like no, when we when we won, Trevor said they they were like, "What's your name?" Because they announced you. And Trevor said, "Diz His Podcast," or and he said, "Oh, he said the biz, the Diz or the Diz Biz Podcast or something like that." Oh my <laughs> gosh! Completely butchered. I I tried so many times and they kept on shutting me down. Disney, they just do little things and it doesn't, it's, it's just these little things that make a difference. So some of the trivia is 18 and up. Um, and most people comply by that. Unfortunately, the Marvel trivia was one that was 18 and up. Uh, and mm. so of course my son was very devastated. Like, can I just like being silly, but like, I'm just going to wear a trench coat and go in, and, <laughs> you know, all this stuff like that. And of course, you know, we follow the rules. And so when we were starting, we were just talking to the host. He was handing out the papers and stuff. And I said, yeah, I have a really disappointed 12 year old. He really wanted to come. He thought he was just going to, you know, clean house, whatever. And we were just laughing. And so then we won it. And when he came over and, and when you win trivia, you get these little Mickey medals that you get to wear around the ship and, you know, people bragging rights, people ask you what you won. So when he comes over and he gives us the medals, he gives us a blank sheet of paper and an extra medal so oh, that I cool. could go back to the room. And we did it, it that night. Cool. And so I took pictures of the questions and then when my son came in you know i was like all right well and i didn't tell him we won it and just kind of asked him the questions and then he you know he actually did really good he knew what That's a zoom awesome. player was so he got his medal too so i thought that was really nice and sweet and just ways that they you know service set the bar for service standards yeah. you know so that's the his on disney princesses i'm joe i'm alex i'm jen i'm chris thanks for listening and have a magical week Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.